Welcome back. Sit back and enjoy. Chapter 22. The Fail. I don't know why I am. I only know that I passed out and was moved to some hard hay bed. I can tell there was someone within the same room as myself, or just outside the door, waiting like they were ordered to. Almost like a dog waiting on his master. My body halts, but I know why. I push myself up and rub my eyes before looking around the room. The door opened and Griffin stepped in. His face says it all. He is after blood. But he can do nothing about it. I am to blame for all of it. How do you feel? I question, grinning up at him. Like you should even ask, you sick bastard. I tried not to laugh at that. I didn't think I was sick. I looked down at my hands. They have been wrapped back up. Tell your sister that she did a good job at wrapping me up. I smiled soft. How did you know she did it? I looked up to him. Because you wouldn't do such a thing to your owner. Or... Will you ever care to wrap my hands unless I gave you the oil? And I can smell whole scents on these wrappings. He looked angry with my words. You sick bastard. I sighed. You weren't as shocked as you were when you found out that I was a little child. He stopped before looking down. Do you understand now why Voodoo Doll or your sister was covering her mouth after what she said about dying young? He looked so uncomfortable. So I have the upper hand. Not like I didn't before. Yes, I didn't think you were a little kid. So you're younger than my sister? Or was? I nodded. Yes, I also had a brother who didn't even live to be seven. Hell, he was about to turn six that month. My sister was no different, only a few years older than I was. I moved my fingers, closing my fingers into a fist. How did they die? I sighed. He didn't want to know, but he does at the same time. My mother, my own mother, poisoned them and killed them. She even went as far to make my own sister choke. I was next, of course, but she never got to me. It took four long years to get free of her. I touched my eyes. Four long years. I sighed once again. How did she die? I looked up to him. I poisoned her whiskey. Demetrius was speaking to her, going after blood. He was surprised to find that I, a little boy, had found a way to kill the devil that was over me, and I overcame her. I killed her, and I won. My whole body went numb as I inhaled slowly. What was her reasoning for doing any of that? My father... Why was I sharing this with him? He hadn't seen it, not all of it. She hated the man. He left and took half my life. Hell, he showed his weakness and left the woman, who wouldn't. She was insane to kill her own blood and begged the church to take their bodies. I looked up to him. He looked down fast, not wanting to meet my eyes. But you didn't want to ask me that. You have your own set of questions, don't you? He met my eyes, finally. Why did you do it? Do what? Why did you? He touched his neck. I smiled softly. Why did you make me go under your wing? Is that what you're going to call it? Under my wing? Why don't you call it what it is? Why did I break your deal with the other devil and write anew? Ask me that. Fine. Why did you break my old deal and write a new one? I looked down. So you can be with your sister. She has followed me this far. She will end up just like you. Broken and fallen to hell for nothing and signing a deal with the devil. It's better just for her to sign one with Demetrius. At least... She could see the void as it is. I stood up. You shouldn't be moving. It was John who spoke. I looked over to the door. How long had he been there? Where are my shoes, and why am I lying in dog's bed? He laughed at that. I couldn't lay you down in my bed when you're covered in mud. Oh, and Shane, the story's open. Hurry up. The demons will come over soon to mess with me, and you still have a war to end. John's voice changed to a serious tone. War? Griffin questioned as I headed for the door. Believe me, your sister has been fighting a war just to find you. A war we demons have started, and I plan on ending it with the head of a woman who charmed me away. 
I locked my eyes on him before leaving the room. How do you feel, boy? I shot John a look. Don't call me a boy. Then should I call you a gull? I shook my head. I know what you meant when you said, boy, don't mess with me. Sure thing, kid. We walked into the front, rooted all sleeping off in the corner of the store in a chair, feet up and sleeping calmly like she is one with the bakery. John moved and placed some fresh bread out on the counter before looking up to me. You could help out a bit. I looked away. I'm pretty dizzy as it is right now. His eyes rolls as he walked into the back with the ovens are. If anything, you should just stand outside and hand out some papers. I'm not your pet. Do it yourself. He walked in the opening of the door. Little brat. He tried to be quiet about that, but I hold him. Don't be a dick. His eyes rolled as the door opened. Welcome. His voice slowed as I toned to the door to see a group of three demons. Old male, and for some reason, they're letting off an oil, stating they are dicks. Perfect. Hey, old man. One of them looked at me before looking over the voodoo doll. They looked at her as if she was their next meal. Touch her and I'll break your fingers, I stated as he looked over to me. The one who locked his eyes with me has his lips tied closed. His eyes are cold and of killer, but for some reason I can read him like an open book. He is empty and worthless to me. Don't get blood on my floor. I will never bake your bread. I spun around to John. You and Dale, he grinned. What is the little kid doing in here? I felt my eyebrows switch together as the first one spoke. John's grin dropped. He moved and grabbed hold of me. John wanted to stop me before I killed the demon. I turned to him. Do you wish to die? John pulled me back. Sorry, he woke up in a bad mood. Maybe he needs a nap. It was the second one who spoke. The third doesn't speak by the looks of it. I died when I was 13, and I'm older than all of you, so I wouldn't be running my mouth if I was you. I locked my eyes on the first one. He sniggled before rolling his eyes. What can a slave do to me? I'm angry now. Don't, John said as I pulled away from him before turning to the other room. You better be happy that I told him that I wouldn't kill any of you. I looked back to the group. They laughed. So I would like to take this human to go. My eyes closed as I inhaled slowly. Griffin. Griffin walked in the room. I looked over to him. His neck is all red and looks like something is boning into his skin. I had marked him as mine, and he can only follow my every word. Take your sister to the back room. He nodded before walking into the hall and picking her up. Hey, the false demon grabbed onto Griffin's arm. He toned his head as I sighed. Don't touch me. Griffin started slowly as the demon looked to his neck before widening his eyes. Chains. He stepped back, scared of what he had seen. I looked away. I didn't tell you to wait. Take her to the other room. Griffin nodded before leaving the bakery. I could have just had him kill you all. Chain, I stated not to kill anyone. John stood as I looked back to him. Just because you said not to doesn't mean I can't kill him on my own time. You are chained? The demon's voice is weak and shaky. I turned back to him. Your tool seems to know who he sees. I looked at the third one with tied up lips. He lowered his head. I would just kill you all right now, but as you can see, I have marked some assassin, and I was asked so kindly not to kill you. I stepped closer to John's side. It would be bad for business, and there are other ways to have someone leave my bakery alone without killing them. But killing them would be easier and faster, and I still have a war to end. I looked back to John. He inhaled before meeting my eyes. I know Demetrius is waiting for you, but you did close the door, the meal door to top it off, so you need to rest and not kill or harm yourself. I took a seat in the chair next to me. Whatever, all I have to do was say is to scare someone so much that they don't even want to live, right? Make them feel something? John shot me a look. No. Ah, then what am I doing here? You should have just told Solomon to help you, or something. Why me? The demons that were speaking are now shaking now. They didn't even seem to be able to move. The third one is just looking at me calmly, like it's normal to see me. Because you were free and Demetrius okayed it, John started as he turned away. You're really chained, right? I looked back to the demons. 
Yes, the one and only. His eyes then shined with joy. It was odd to see someone so happy. Can you sign something for me? You or my god. I watched him confused. What? Really? Why be a dick then? Yes, I can't believe I'm seeing you right now. This must be a dream. He stepped close so I eyed him. He stopped. If I sign something for you, you will leave this bakery alone. Or I will kill you. Or you can still come here and get the best bread ever made. But if I hear that you have messed with this bakery, I'll end your sorry life. He just smiled before nodding. I promise. Good. I turned to John. John? Who would have guessed they would be your fans? He snickered before grabbing some bread. So does that mean I get some bread? He threw some at me. I moved and caught a piece before taking a bite. So good. Can you sign this? I told him the demon had grabbed out a paper and pen. I grabbed both before writing my name and giving it back to him. His eyes shined with joy. It was weird to see. Now, if you aren't here for some bread, then leave. I took another bite. You like his bread? It was the second one who spoke. Are you kidding? Have you ever tasted his bread? This is what I live for. John laughed. That's something I love hearing. Well, it looks like your walk here is done, isn't it? John stepped closer as I looked over to the door before leaving. Out of one frying pan into the file, Griffin opened the door. His nose was bleeding. His eyes looked as if someone kicked him. She's gone. He stayed as I sighed and put the bread down. I guessed as much. I stood up. Did she run out on you? He shot me a look as I grinned. She couldn't beat you that much. He looked pissed that he couldn't do anything against the thing. Hold your tongue. The chains around his neck boned. He grit his teeth. John, I'll leave for a while. I'm going to have Griffin stay here. If you need any help, ask him. He will see to help you. And if he doesn't, just send him back to me. John grinned. I like your style. You always have. I rubbed my shoulder before sighing. Where are my shoes and socks? I washed them. Dog? Dog walked into the room with my clean socks and shoes. He handed them over to me as I sat down and put them on. It was nice to see you once again. Take care. If you need anything, just ask for me. John nodded. I will, knowing you will be fine on your own. I grinned before changing forms. The three demons jumped back as my tail moved around my body. I flicked my fingers, the wrapping is coming loose. I then jumped, leaving the bakery in bread. I truly don't know where I jumped to. I only know where Voodoo Doll is. My fingers are all healed, the wrapping is falling off my arms. I stopped before looking up. This is where Voodoo Doll's sense is. The place I stopped in front of is a burnt down old church with some walls still standing. Some of the walls are still burnt. The trees around the church don't have any leaves and the branches are all burnt off or broken. Something about this place doesn't feel right. It feels like I'm walking into a room with bombs everywhere. If I take one wrong step, boom, I'm dead. But I have to do this. I have to save Rudol and change her path and let her live. After all, if I don't, I'm going to have hell to pay with God and I hate when he is angry. I stepped closer. I felt some kind of heat hit me as if a wall of heat... I turned to see what looked like a cut in thin air. But that can't be right. There's a door right here. It's called the Rip Door. It almost looks like the Mirror Door, only this one hits you with your emotions and whips you down until you feel like you are nothing. I sighed before shaking my head and stepping into the church. Even if it wasn't a good idea, I must go on. The doors are no longer there. Everything is broken. I walked past the wall of heat and hit the cold air. Reaching the inside of the church, I can see Rudol laying down, tied up. She isn't awake, thank God. There was a man singing with a book, singing something about how his god died for him, but no god alive would have died for him, not willingly. You always sing like this? He toned fast, shocked. I'm not sure if he was shocked to see a demon within the church, or that someone showed up here. Oh, are you here to join us? Us? You mean her and yourself? He nodded. Come join us. Sing to the almighty god above. 
how wrong he was. I'm not really into singing to God or singing. I'm not one to move my voice in a beauty called singing. I am tone deaf. It's easy. Come sit. He's pushing his luck, if he had any left. I'm here to take her back. You took her after all, didn't you? He sighed before looking down the hall. He smiled warmly. She was crying. She wanted to be freed. Like he could save her or set her free. And if you aren't human, why are you praying to a god you don't even bow down to? He looked down before turning back to me. I watched him. God heals me. He believes I have done good. He is now crying. What a bother. A man who believes he has done good, but is bathed in his own sin. Would God truly heal and save him? If you believe that, then go ahead, but I'm going to take her from you. I walked over to Voodoo Doll and picked her up. If you believe God has heard you and your prayers and have forgiven you, you have another thing coming. Demons and other beasts don't get forgiven. They are haunted forever and shamed upon for the end of time. I looked at him. He locked his eyes on mine. Just because you don't believe in God doesn't mean you have to whip on me. I raised an eyebrow. I never stated that you have to stop believing. I only stated that God has turned his back to you and has left you to suffer in this wood alone. I turned for the door. I then felt a sharp pain to my back. I looked down. I can see him. His hand is on a handle of a knife and the blade is stabbing into my back. Now I'm going to kill you. I was just going to let you live. But if you do anything to harm me or her, I'll kill you and drag you back down to hell. His eyes widened and his voodoo doll moved in my arms. Chain? She watched me as I looked down the hall. Where am I? Inside an old, burnt-down church. Don't worry, I'm going to bring you back to Demon Poem. What of my brother? I closed my eyes and inhaled slowly. The pain is kicking in now. Don't worry about him. You were seeing a lot more of him. After all, I have marked him, and I can order him to do anything. Her eyes widened. I don't know about which part. You what? She jumped out of my arms. I turned back to the man who stabbed me. He looked shocked that I hadn't boned the pieces like a demon should. Joke's on him. You seem a little surprised. I reached back and pulled the knife out before dropping it. Did the holy water walk on you before? He stepped back. His eyes were shaking with fear. Did you kill people because your god told you to kill them? He fell back and hit the ground. I moved my hand. I'm ready to smack him. You are no different than a demon. His back hit a seat. The church filled with light. I moved my hand down. I moved back before sighing. Chain, this isn't your ground. You cannot kill this man, and you know that. It's a man's voice. One that carries peace with each world. What is an angel doing here? He sighed before stepping closer. I can see his white wings and a smile on the man's face. God told me to come down here, saying something about taking care of this man. He looked down at the knife on the ground before looking over to the man. I hate to break it to you, but this half, demon slave, whatever you wish to call him is right. You are ashamed to my God. He will leave you, but he has not turned his back on you yet. Is there still hope for me? The man questions the angel sighed. I'm afraid not. All I can do now is have you die without fearing this person here. After all, he has other work to get done. The angel turned back to me as I sighed. We are going to overlook the whole griffin thing. You should be thankful for that chain. You did owe me one after all. Don't push your luck, chain. The angel turned his back to me. Take her out of here. Humans should never see an angel killing anyone. It would stain my wings if she was to see me killing someone. Was it his order to send you here? He smiled back at me. His smile fell as he looked down. God's playing with fire. Sadly, yes. Take good care of them. I believe you will do good. Sure. I turned back and grabbed Voodoo Doll's arm. It was good to see you once again, Valerie. I jumped us both outside the church. We were just far away from the door to hell as well. Voodoo Doll was holding on to me, wide-eyed and everything. She seems to be far from shocked, and I can understand why. After all, that angel finally got to say goodbye to his daughter, and it's all thanks to a demon. 
I wouldn't know how it feels to have my father or even my mother say goodbye to me, or truly mean it. I mean, I never liked my mother, and I never really knew my father enough. I knew him when I was five or so, but I truly never understood how I could like a man who left his own children and took half my life. He let us get beaten for our whole lives and die in the hands of our own mother. Chain, Rudolph's voice shook me from my thoughts. I looked over to her. Do you know that, Angel? I smiled. It was a soft, sweet smile. Yes, I did. He once asked me to do something when I was in the waiting room, waiting for God. He asked me to say goodbye to his daughter, to see which path she would pick. He seems pretty pleased with what you have chosen. She started to cry. She placed her head against my shoulder and wrapped her arms around me. You knew it all along? What I was doing? I inhaled slowly. Yes, I knew about Griffin. I knew it all. I could see through your thoughts, your actions. I knew, but I didn't care. I only wanted to have Dexy remember who she was and take down Lilith. So why did you change your mind about it? She looked back at me as I closed my eyes. I never changed my mind, nor did I change anything. I picked to understand the feeling of having a father that cared about his kids, my tone pushing away from all. I touched my back, where I had gotten stabbed. My shoulders not whipped. Thank God, but the cut on my back is slowly healing now. Did your father care about you? I looked down. I'm not sure. I never asked a man. Never seen him after I died. I looked up to the door before sighing. If you got a chance to see him one last time, what would you do? I turned back to eyeing her. I'm not sure. I don't know what I would say to the man. I'd probably ask him what he was thinking when he left and why he ended up in hell. She gasped as I looked up. I believe he's a demon for someone. I don't know who or why he ended up as a demon. I only know that he never will be forgiven. Not for me, not for my brother or sister, knowing what the man did and how he left. I can never forgive him for what he has done. I made a fist, damn the door for tapping into my emotions. What happened? I widened my eyes and closed them fast. I never told you, nor anyone in that matter. I'm sure Demetrius knows. He knows more than he should. I died after I turned 13. I was a teen, but I was still a child. My height is pretty tall for not eating or anything, but I can never forgive that man, or even what my mother did that day on my last birthday I had. My fingers fell from the forming fist. I shook my head. Open your mind, I will show you what I mean. She did as I asked, as I inhaled slowly. I opened my eyes to be back within my mind once again, only with Rudolph this time, other than anyone else. She looked around, shocked to see where she was. This is my mind, it's a dark place, but somewhere where I can relax and think things through. She nodded slowly as I moved and sat down on a couch, which is the only thing within the room. Why did you bring me here? I sighed, because I want to show you what happened. What my father did, only problem with that is that my memory isn't within this room anymore. I pushed it away and locked it away, so I'm going to have to remember it. So it's not all going to be there. Some of the memory will be blank or broken. It might jump to something else, but I will show you. You will see a film, and it will haunt me, but I will show you. I looked up to her. Just don't run away from it. Don't run away from me. I don't want that. I looked down. I will try my best. I closed my eyes and inhaled slowly. End of chapter 22. This is a walk of fiction. An original walk with made-up characters and lands. Thank you for joining. Stay tuned.